Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Right, number two of Oilers Now. It's a game night. The Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. 730 puck drop tonight in Ice District at Rogers Place. Jonathan Quick starts for the Kings. Miko Koskinen for Edmonton. Winners now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, Bob Stoffer here, along with Cody Jansen, back in the 630 Chad studio, is going to tell you Japanese Village open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. And you can uh, reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. And text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. All right. Just before we go to David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, Provincial Affairs columnist for the uh, Edmonton Journal uh, and Post Media, uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, it's an Edmonton text, top five all-time uh, comedies, Blazing Saddles, Caddyshack, Fast Times at Ridgemount High, Happy Gilmore, and Wayne's World. Super bad doesn't make my top 20. And then a couple other texters said for the uh, 30-somethings and late 20-somethings, super bad, definitely. Definitely. Uh... uh is in that uh, milieu as a top comedy of all time. Well, he's known for a lot of things uh, with his work of cult hockey and for his writing in the uh, uh, Edmonton Journal. We've actually had some comedians uh, text the show and say that he should be the unofficial speechwriter for the UCP party. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but he can take a joke. Um, and by the way, how much fun are comedians going to have in the future on Will Smith? I think that that's going to be a gift that keeps on giving, ultimately. Uh, let's go to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. Hello, David. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Now, are you a guy that watch? You got kids. Do you watch comedies? Oh, yeah. They're my probably my favorite. All right. Do you have four or five favorite uh, comedy movies of all time? Uh Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, uh, Election, Zoolander. Um, Election was that with Reese Witherspoon in it? That's right. She's she and uh, it's overturned by who's the actor? I can't remember. Matthew Broderick. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that is a brutally that is a brutal, but it's a very funny movie. Ted Lasso right now on TV is a comedy, and it is it's it's. Yeah, but that's it's, not a it's movie. It's a drama that's, comedy, that, I guess. Yeah. That's a show. Yeah. I'm looking specifically for movies, right? Dumb and Dumber is my all-time f- f- 
funniest movie, Bob. I just laugh every time I watch it. Yeah, uh, I watched it with Hud- my son Hudson's 15. He's a unique guy, and he loved Dumb and Dumber. Right? <laughs> yeah. The the scene where they kill the owl. <laughs> that is a there's just so many. There's just one scene after another that just breaks me up. The, the one in the car when they uh, put urine in the in the guy's bottle and he drinks it. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No, it wasn't urine. It was was it urine? It was did the was it urine or was it uh, hot spice? I can't remember. It was it was hot it both? spice. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Hitman had a hot, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, Dumb and Dumber definitely. I mean, how, how about even how it ended? You know, when they had like the uh, the bikini team at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's no. It's 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 got to be top. Like, you know, I I think of like uh, Caddyshack definitely is a you know a, a, a funny is, is for me a top five. Maybe it's a little bit relative to age too. I don't know. Like that's uh, that's the thing. But comedy, you know, uh, we know this. Uh, humor is a very subjective thing, David. Right. Like yep. As we saw the other night, apparently with uh, Will Smith, uh, humor. You know, he initially laughed, and then something happened, and suddenly he reacted. And man, oh man, he, away you go. Uh, so yeah, I must have seen his wife's reaction, and and he flipped out. Uh, well, I uh, yeah. So anyhow, all right, let's get to it here, David. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, the L.A. Kings. The Edmonton's never going to get a better opportunity. Uh, than than tonight. I mean, the Kings don't have Drew Doughty. They don't have Mikey Anderson. Uh, they got Roy and Walker out of the lineup as well. It's four of their top six defensemen that started the season. Uh, they got four forwards out, so they got an entire line of rookies. But Todd McClellan has his team playing a stifling, checking game. Um, and, I mean, we've seen a couple nights with the orders where things went sideways, including, by the way, did you guys do your official scoring chances count against Calgary on, on Saturday? We did, How yeah. bad was it? Uh, it was fairly close for in terms of grade A shots. It was twenty to eighteen. But when you if you dig down deeper and look at the very very best scoring chances, it was twelve to eight for the Flames. That's all it was. So, that's all it was. You know the interesting thing about the Flames' chances, Bob, is the shooting was unreal. Like those guys were picking corners. Un, you know, it, it, it's almost like they they elevated their shots to a higher level than than we count just because of the accuracy of their shooting and the quickness of their shooting. I mean, Johnny Goodrow just put on a show. He was the best player on the Nobody ice. I've never him. seen him play that well. Nobody touched him. Yeah, that's true. You nope. got you, I, I was, you know, when you were talking about the lack of physicality yes. from the orders, it was running through my mind. I mean, the, the Flames played. The orders have been trying to play a really aggressive game, attacking game, you know, back-checking game. And the Flames played that game, and they just played it better. Um, you know, I think the orders went in there thinking they could play that game, and they got run off their feet by a team that played that game better at every aspect of the game, and the Oilers lost their composure. Now, that said, 6-5 game early in the third period, they kill a penalty, and Paul Yarby makes a great pass to Kane, gives him a, a wide-open look, and Markstrom robs him. If that's if, if they score there, it's 6-6. It might be a different game and a different feel in that building. I, I think it would have been, and I... And, and I when I was watching that, even before the Flames came down the ice and scored again, I just thought, that's the game. And I, and I wonder how many people had that same thought. Like, um, the, the Flames were starting to shut it down at that point. They had calmed down uh, considerably and were playing better defense. And the Oilers had mainly scored on the power play. And it was questionable how many more power plays 
the Oilers were going to get given refing in the NHL. They had, they had already given the Oilers a two-man advantage, right, and the Oilers had scored. So you're thinking it's not going to happen with game yeah. management. The Oilers are going to get another power play, so they're going to have to score even strength. And when you get a chance like that... you got to finish. It's well. He tried. He had a good shot. It was just a better save. It was a fantastic save. And I and and I had the thought. I don't know if you did, Bob. Just at that moment, like this is they're not going to come back. Like that. That's it. Yeah. No. I I kind of felt the same way. David Staples from the Call to Hockey. David uh, Ryan McLeod. Uh, and I I butchered sort of the the transition to open the show. But the reality, he has fast become like yes, Apuliarvi is a fan favorite. And I'm sensing Ryan McLeod is on the precipice of becoming a real fan favorite. And I will tell you that the players. You know, we're on the bus again this year, and yep. uh, he seems to be the type of guy that draws people in. He's there seems to, he's got a you know he's he, he he can laugh at himself, which is always a good thing. And uh, but I'm sensing with this fan base right now, there's some excitement over Ryan McLeod. There is, and you know what's interesting, Bob. There was two people who made the connection on that Messier, uh, that McLeod goal to Mark Messier. I heard it from two people, you and Bruce McCurdy. So the two people I know who are the kind of the hardest core Oilers historians that I know, and also have the best memories that I that I know for Oilers uh, for for games and 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 scores in the past. But I I didn't that didn't come to my mind um, watching that goal. But yeah, Messier did make that move, and McLeod um, he looked at Messier esque in that moment. But uh, yeah, fans are excited about him. And there seems to be a, a group of fans, there always is with every Oilers player, who are really hardcore on Ryan McLeod, who really think he's uh, he should be playing on a top line, that he's um, that he's good to go. I'm, like, I'm not in that camp. Um, I think, I don't think, I don't see him as a top six player on the Oilers uh, this year. But the size and the speed is there. And if we see more aggressiveness and just a little bit more hitting, I know some players never become hitters and they're very effective hockey players, but a bit more physical play. He he might be a top six winger at some point, or he might be that other really key, super, super key position, third line center, which is just as important as your top uh top six wingers is that third line center position the orders you know have struggled to fill that role until putting nudes there recently but he might be also someone who could, could yeah. fill that role and again the only comparison for messi is the way he deploys that shot right a left shot attacking opening the goaltender up with speed and then sliding it through the five hole I, I saw Mark score. You know, Mark had a couple patented moves. One is he'd come down as a left shot. He'd come down the right side, lift his back foot up, and uh, and try to snap the puck, uh, to, uh, you know, snap the puck past the goaltender while he was moving with speed. So he's changing the release point on the shot, and it used to work a lot. And then the other one is when he got breakaways, he went to the backhand because he was attacking with speed. And that's the only comparison I'm making to McLeod is that McLeod was attacking with speed, and he opened the goaltender up, and it was a really smooth-looking goal. I mean, they're, they're completely... Uh, demonstratively different players. I mean, Messier was an intimidating... Uh, if you're an Oilers fan or a Rangers fan, you'd say uh, mean-spirited, nasty piece of business that was prepared to back it up. If you were not a fan of those two teams, or if you're in Vancouver where they hate him, you'd say he was a cheap, dirty guy that, that crossed the line. And I, I will tell you, I thoroughly admired uh, uh, the way Mark played and the passion that he played with. So, you know, Ryan McLeod is not going to become a Hall of Fame player like Mark Messi, but he has a chance to be a pretty effective piece 
especially, David, if he adds any, him and Bouchard, any physicality uh, to their games. Because, I mean, Bouchard's having a good offensive season, but the, both guys against Calgary didn't look really good. And then uh, they, they played Arizona, who are awful, and they look pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Bouchard really moves the puck well. His his defending in some ways looks worse than it. I mean, he he does leak a lot of grade A shots against, but um, this this team has defensemen who tend to do that a little bit too much. He's not alone in that category right now. There's a lot of there's a few guys struggling to to shut down opposing attackers. But Bouchard, his level of creating plays on the attack at even strength is better than any other Oilers defenseman right now. And that's saying a lot. You have Darnell Nurse on this team, Tyson Berry on this team. And Bouchard's a cut above them. His his offensive skill is tremendous, and and I don't know like there's there again there's all kinds of defensemen who have been super players without being physical. We see it. I mean, look at Kel McCarr, case in point right now, and Evan Bouchard's not that. Um, but we've seen numerous numerous NHL defensemen have long and excellent careers, not being physical hockey players, just being sound positional defenders, and excellent offensive attackers. So he's got to put himself in that category. He's got to make the right reads more often, and he's got to get his body in the right position defensively, staying on the right side of his man. And he, like, so that's where he's struggling. I don't think he'll ever – he's never going to be, obviously. He's never going to be a, a really super tough physical player. But if he can just calm down um, and, and make those reads um, – like Tyson Berry's done this year, Bob. I think Tyson Berry's taken a step up of a defensive player, just like he said he was going to at the start of the year. That was going to be his focus. I actually think he's done it. And he's having, I, I think he's been better this year than he was last year at even strength as a player because he's calmed down. He's making most of the plays. He still makes mistakes, but he generally gets the job done on defense. We're joined right now by David Staples, Cult to Hockey. Uh, David, one more thing for you. <laughs> Are you noticing anything, uh, just uh, particular, are there sort of some reoccurring themes? Are there some players, like, do all players get treated equally by Oilers fans? Or do they have a softer spot for a guy like Paul Yarby and maybe more critical uh, perspectives on a guy like Darnell Nurse? What are you seeing on the call? It's a fairly low, yeah. Well, just because you're chuckling at that question, you know the answer. Some some players, um, I mean, the owners' fan base is divided into all these different groups of players who see the game, uh, different kinds of fans who see the game differently, uh, who analyze the game differently, and 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 for every single player, Bob, there's a faction of people who love that player, crazy love that player, and then there's a faction of people who crazy hate that player and think he should be traded, and that includes Connor McDavid. There's even a small faction of people. I I one of my best friends is constantly uh, criticizing Connor McDavid. Is he a Maple Leafs fan? He's a po- hardcore Oilers fan. My you know Uncle what? Jack- if you got a hardcore Oilers fan that wants McDavid traded, you need to get a new friend. <laughs> I never agree with them. I could tell you that on that one. And people didn't like Gretzky. Some people didn't like thought Gretzky didn't defend well enough. But with specifically those two players, Pulleyarvi, there is there is a hardcore fan base. Um, they're often into analytics. They're into offensive hockey. You know, uh, finesse hockey, skilled hockey, and they, his they really are... he really hits the sweet spot with uh, Yessip Pulleyarvi. Bob, according to our numbers and Grade A shots, Yessip Pulleyarvi's having a great year. And um, so so I'm. 
I, I, you know, it might, that might, I don't look at the other analytics as much as much. It may match up with that. I'm guessing it does. That he, I think it does because I've seen the charts on Twitter that you know people say everybody's better with Pulley-RV. Um So he, I, I, I've seen him pretty good too. You know, by my analysis of videotape on grade A shots, he's really playing strong two-way hockey, much, much better than he's ever played before. David, great stuff. How do people follow you for the hockey stuff? Uh, at the Cult of Hockey on Twitter or at D Staples on Twitter. And if they want to engage politically? At David Staples Yeg on Twitter. Can you confirm or deny that you're the official speechwriter for the UCP party? <laughs> I don't think they'd be saying that today. I was. I, I had a lot of admiration for Rachel Notley and her stand today uh, against Trudeau's absolutely ridiculous, uh, fantastical uh, carbon plan that would devastate the Canadian economy. So Rachel Notley uh, did a good job standing up for Albertans today. And, and that's who uh, you know I try to be the official speechwriter for, is for Albertans and Edmontonians, Bob. Not, that's who I'm standing up for. I don't care about the political parties. Yeah. Well, you know what? Follow the money with Trudeau. That's all you yeah. need to know in the Liberals. Oh. And you know what? The guy is uh, a fine actor. Great dinner amateur. No question about that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many Quebec companies are going to get rich off this uh, green energy plan that he's putting forward. So. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. You know what? I'm an Albertan. I like teams from Alberta. Uh, and I, I got no problem with the team being called the Oilers. Love it. So, thanks for your time, David. Thanks, Bob. That's David Staples' call to hockey. All right, here you go. I went out to Wetaskiwin yesterday, saw Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin now at 11-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. It's a tremendous honor for their staff and Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny. They're all uh, dedicated to ensure that your customer experience is outstanding. Now, the best way to get a vehicle these days is to order one. Reach out to Brent Ridge Ford, one 877 Seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three, or visit brentridge.com. We will get to the Oilers now. In- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Jury report, it's extensive for L.A. And yeah, yeah, we'll, be play, we'll play a little game when we come back, too, in orders now. Now it's your chance to lace up and win one epic night at Rogers Place. Can you stick handle adding up the Oilers jersey numbers? If you can get the biscuit top shelf, you can be on your way with nine friends to an Oilers VIP experience. Put on your bucket, hang on to your chiclets, and get ready to score with 630 Chad. It's time for the Your Team One Epic Night contest. All you have to do today is add up the jersey numbers of Darnell Nurse and Devin Shore. 
That's Darnell Nurse and Devin Shore. Add up those jersey numbers and head over to the contest page at 630chet.com to enter the value of the two jerseys as the code word of the day. Daily Oilers ticket contest winners will be announced on 630chet mornings with Chelsea Bird and Daryl McIntyre. The grand prize winner announced on April 4th will receive tickets for them and nine friends to attend the April 22nd Oilers game hosted in a VIP suite by Daryl McIntyre. After the game, your team will take the ice for a post-game skate as well. Uh, We'll jump back into the Ashley Fine Floors text line, talking about best comedies of all time, and Tony has texted the show to say, Bob, I'm in my early 60s and love Peter Sellers' Pink Panther movies. Peter Sellers, comic genius, no question about it. Gone far too early. Uh, yeah, he was an interesting cat, to say the least. Those were funny movies, no question about it. You can text at 780-496-0063, Ashley Fine Floors text line. But at this time, we are going to head into the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's this simple, they're the best. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown, they'll take care of you. All right, here's the deal. Uh, the orders, Chris Russell is in COVID protocol. Oscar Clefbaum is in LTIR. Technically, that's where Kyle Turris is. The Kings have got eight regulars out of the lineup, including four defensemen, including Drew Doughty, who plays 25-44 per game. Mikey Anderson, uh, they have also do not have available uh, at this time. Uh... Who else? Where'd he go? Matt Roy is and Sean Walker. Uh, so four of their top six defensemen. Edmonton has to capitalize tonight at Rogers Place. It is 128 in Edmonton. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, John Shannon, our NHL insider, will join us for Legacy Heating and Cooling live from Rogers Place. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.